0: Welcome to worship with East Brentwood Presbyterian Church, a community church in the greater metropolitan area of Nashville, Tennessee. We are a loving, welcoming family of believers in honest conversation with God. We seek to emulate the ministry of Jesus through compassionate service, with stimulating and relevant exploration of God's Word, and by sharing that Word and God's many blessings with our neighbors in Middle Tennessee and around the world. We are honored to share in worship with you today.
1: Over the last couple of weeks, we've been going back to this short little book of James in the New Testament to see what practical wisdom there is for us today. And today the episode is on, does praying matter? And I think it does. Jesus said, when we pray, and I don't know where you are on this praying thing. It may come easily for you, or it may be something that you struggle No, And along with it, you may have questions such as, who is this God to whom we pray? What happens when we pray? Does God care if we pray? Does, what happens to us when we pray? So those questions are the backdrop uh, to this episode today, and I hope that you will join us as we look at what happens when we pray and how praying matters. So um, I encourage you to look at Psalm 19 as the background for today's uh, episode, along with James Five, thirteen through 20. Dear God, the psalmist talks about the heavens are telling the glory of God and the firmament proclaims God's handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words, their voice is not heard. But in our prayers, we are told that you hear our prayers. And Jesus said, when we pray. Those words can come hard of our prayers for some and easily for others, but may your spirit work within our own lives through our words and through our actions so that we may reflect fuller sense of who we are. May our own lives reflect the fuller sense of who Jesus is and what he offers to this world. Amen. last three weeks we have been going back to this short little book of James in the New Testament to see what practical wisdom there is for our lives today. And over the last few weeks we've seen how listening matters, actions matter, words matter. And with this episode, prayer matters. Now, I don't know where you are when it comes to this whole praying thing. If you are what we might call a prayer warrior or uh, you really search for words, uh, I, I can't help but to think about that movie. It's been out a long, long time. Meet the Parents, and uh, it's Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is invited to his fiance's house, and the very authoritarian um, father, played by uh, Robert De Niro, invites Ben Stiller to pray before a meal. And Ben Stiller looks at Robert De Niro with this deer-in-the-headlights look and then says, sure. And this is his prayer, if you remember it. And it's easy to Google and find this prayer saying, oh, dear God, thank you. You are such a good God to us a kind and gentle and accommodating God. And we thank you, O sweet, sweet Lord of hosts, for this smorgasbord you have so aptly laid out at our table this day. And each day, uh, day by day by day, oh, dear Lord, three things I pray, uh, to love thee more dearly, to see thee more clearly, to follow thee more nearly, Day by day by day. I, I love how he reaches out for whatever word he can find and jumbles it into a prayer while Robert De Niro is looking at Ben Stiller with these quizzical looks. You know, you know we're supposed to pray. And Jesus said when we pray. Prayer is supposed to be in the wheelhouse of those who desire to love God and love neighbor, Matthew 22. I appreciate most of you uh, appreciate the need for an importance of prayer, especially in times of struggle. But the truth is, when we find things coming apart, prayer often seems inaccessible. And I suspect you feel guilty when you feel that you cannot pray. I know I do, especially when there can be so many distractions and it's easy not to be clear-headed. With so many of you feeling like you're at the end of your rope when it comes to just fill in the blank, I'd like to explore with you in this episode the matter of prayer and to see how prayer might matter for you. I found myself, uh, when I was thinking about prayer and what I was going to say in this episode, wondering these questions such as, who is the God we encounter when we pray? Does God need our prayers? Why do we pray? What happens when we pray? And what happens to us when we pray? So those questions are in the background as I share with you about praying and how it matters. If you turn to Psalm 19, uh, it's a wonderful psalm. The heavens are telling the glory of God and the firmament proclaims God's handiwork. When we pray, we are praying to the maker of the universe, the God of the northern lights and the God of the Supper. Atomic particle, the God who is attentive to us. Father Richard Rohr would say that we are invited into participation with this Creator God, with this divine love. And an ancient theologian in our tradition, the Reformed tradition, uh, says about our purpose. uh, Presbyterians emerged back in the 17th century uh, from John Calvin. He developed what was called the Westminster Shorter Catechism. It's one of the confessions of the Presbyterian Church, and in it, uh, the person reciting about his or her faith asks, what is the chief end of man? It's to glorify God and to enjoy God forever. So this God who we pray to is one who um, we are uh, to adorn with our prayers. And we are to love God above all. And prayer can connect us to this purpose. Now, last week I mentioned the Jewish mourner's prayer called the Kaddish to be said by those who mourn the loss of a loved one. That's what you say when your mom or dad dies. And in that Kaddish, if you look at it, there's no mention of death. It's basically about the God we encounter when we pray. And who this God is, is God is great over uh, above everything um, and then the prayer builds up to this beautiful line. It's a, it's a really beautiful line that describes who God is as great and beyond the power of any prayer or word or song or praise. The prayer ends, God is beyond the power of language. So from nature proclaiming praise of God's handiwork in Psalm 19 to our chief, chief end to praise God and to enjoy God forever in our theological underpinnings, to the Jewish prayers, I have wondered, <laughs> in our prayers, what does God get out of this, all of this praise? I'm not alone, maybe you have wondered it too. Yeah, i would listened to a podcast, it's a wonderful podcast, This American Life, uh, it's by Ira Glass. And uh, Glass asked this question in one of his podcasts, why does God want us sitting around and telling him how great he is for 45 minutes a day? Is God that needy now if some parent Glass said demanded that of their kids okay i want you to praise me for 45 minutes a day every single day of your life we would think they were nuts so in what this question about does praying matter and does god need our prayers i come down that i don't think so does god welcome our prayers certainly and what I'd like to suggest is that it's more like we need our prayers. Now, let me explain by relaying this conversation that took place between Ira Glass and a retired Methodist minister who was talking to the hosts of this American life as they were um, going to the airport. Uh, this man was named John Jackson, and Ira Glass asked him the question, "What does God care if we love him?" and John Jackson gave this really great answer. Lots of people make the mistake of picturing God as being like us, like humans, like he's somebody who we're calling on the phone or some, something when we're praying. Hey, God, I need this. How are you doing? Can you, can you hook me up with this, my friend? But the way John Jackson sees it, he understands God to be all of the values and principles that he sees in Scripture. The obligation to love each other to be honest and decent in our dealings with each other all of those things and when he's praising god jackson says that's when he, that's what he's praising he's basically repledging himself to those principles which he loves you shall love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and your neighbor as yourself he's repledging himself to those principles In other words, the literal words of the Bible, the literal words of the prayers aren't as important as that pledge, a pledge to act a certain way in the world. So does God need our prayers? You could say so, but we need our prayers to live into a fuller, truer sense of self. So this episode draws upon the book of James, chapter 5, verses 13-13 through 20. And James 5.13 reads, Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray with them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. James says we pray because we need God's healing, because we want to be made whole. So prayer is not only a prayer that we make to be a truer, fuller sense of ourselves. it's an intentional conversation within each of us to be more intentional about reflecting the image of God in our words and actions. Jesus, or James says, we pray because we need God's healing. Because we want to be made whole. Now here's how James sees it when it comes to what happens when we pray. In James 5.15, he writes, The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. And it's why we start our worship service uh, with a prayer, an opening prayer of adoration, but also uh, a prayer of confession. For when we pray, God attends to us. And listen to this, when we ask for, for God's forgiveness, God forgives, but not only forgives, but God forgets. It's drawn upon Jeremiah 31. God says, and I will forgive and remember their sin no more. As human beings, we do our best to forgive, but we cannot really forget. God does that. And once we pray, asking for God's forgiveness, God forgives and forgets. That's the power of prayer. And that is why prayer matters. So let's continue on. And let's look at what happens when we we pray. So if prayer matters, what happens when we pray? A lot of us feel like prayer has to be certain words. Said in a certain way, like Ben Stiller saying grace at the table and meet the parents. Like prayer requires some set of Special spiritual skills. When people are invited to pray, often we have this feeling that we have to put ourselves in the presence of God and it changes how we may even speak, dear God. But I like what Rowan Williams, he's the former Archbishop of Canterbury of England, says that when you pray, he says, put yourself in the place of of Jesus. Well, that, that can sound presumptuous, but that is exactly what the New Testament suggests we do. So when we pray, and have, now prayer matters, it matters because we put ourselves in the place of Jesus. Now, let's ex- let me describe what Rowan Williams means when he says it's putting ourselves in the place of Jesus. He says, Jesus speaks to God for us, but we speak to God in him. You may say what you want, but Jesus is speaking to the Father, gazing into the depths of the Father's love. And as you understand Jesus better, as you grow up a little in your faith, then what you want to say gradually shifts. Uh, It's a bit more into alignment with what he's always saying to the Father in his eternal love for the eternal love out of which his own life, Jesus' life, streams forth. And what happens to us when we pray is that we grow into a kind of fuller humanity, that Christ shows us. Going back to the beginning, people realized that because of Jesus Christ, they could talk to God in a different way. In Galatians 4, 6, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So there was a new way to talk of God as Father, and that is the work of the spirit of Jesus. And of course, that is the prayer recorded of Jesus himself. We know of it as the Lord's Prayer. So, for us to pray before all else, it, prayer matters because it is an attempt to let Jesus' prayer happen in us. And the prayer that Jesus himself taught his disciples expresses this very clearly Our Father. We address God in this way as a parent, Father or Mother God, because we're all God's children, which is pretty powerful. So what happens when we pray is that we express the confidence that we are standing where Jesus stands and we can say what Jesus says. So it should not surprise us that Jesus begins this instruction on prayer by telling us to affirm that we stand where he stands. Our Father, everything that follows is bathed in the light of that relationship. The Lord's Prayer begins with a vision of a world that is transparent to God. May your kingdom come. Your will be done. May what you want, God, shine through in this world and shape the kind of world it is going to be. And only when we have begun with that affirmation, that imagining of a world in which God's light is coming through, do we start asking for what we need. And what do we need? What do you need? What do you need? We need sustenance. Mercy, protection, daily bread, forgiveness. We need to be steered away from the test that we are not strong enough to bear. Recently, a national speaker uh, spoke to the community at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, to an event where I am on the board and we were co-sponsors of this event. To, and he was making the point about his topic. And when he was doing so, he shared a personal story about his back problems. He had just come out of the hospital because of severe back issues of bulging disc. And he had to jump on the plane and he had come to speak to us. But not before he had gone to one physical therapist appointment. And as he spoke, he related some helpful advice from his physical therapist that he applied to addressing the issue of his topic. The physical therapist had asked him, Kevin, go pick up a box over there. Kevin, he's, he's, a, he's a young guy, but he said, man, I've been picking up boxes all my life. Let me, And he went over and picked up the box. The PT said, Kevin, you're picking up the box the wrong way. When you pick up the box, you continue to look down at the box. As you pick up the box, you need to look up from the box and you need to look out. I heard this illustration and I thought, this describes what happens when we pray. We so often, when we pray, we lift it. We lift the words but we continue to focus on all that is inside the box, the, the worry and the fears, all that is our life as it is. And we continue to look down at our lives and our stuff in this box as the day goes on. Prayer matters because prayer is a looking up and a looking out back to the Lord's prayer. May your kingdom come your kingdom come, your will be done. May what you, God, want shine through in this world and shape the kind of world it's going to be and shape who I am to be. And only when we have begun with that affirmation, the imagining of a world in which God's light is coming through, or that we are taking on the person of Jesus and his praying in us when we pray, do things change? And that's why prayer matters. Prayer is the active practice of looking up. So that leads me to what happens to us when we pray. James says it is powerful and effective. American mystic and Trappist monk Thomas Merton, when asked if he thought that his prayers Changed God answered, When I pray, I do not pray to change God. I pray that I might be changed, that we would align ourselves more with God by letting Jesus pray in you. What happens when we pray is about growing into what St. Paul called the measure of the full stature of Christ. Praying matters. Yes, because it's an expression of our love for God and gratitude for God's love and care for us. Prayer matters. Yes, because we seek healing, wholeness, forgiveness. Praying matters. Yes, because it's a prayer for us to live more intentionally, reflecting the values in our lives. Praying matters, yes, because we desire to let Jesus pray in us. Praying matters, yes, because in prayer we might be changed. Thy will be done. So let us close with the Lord's Prayer. I invite you to say it with me. Our Father who art in heaven
0: Thank you for joining East Brentwood Presbyterian Church today for music, hope, word, and prayer. To learn more about the life and ministry of EBPC, our commitment to being a Matthew 25 congregation, or to support this ministry with a financial contribution, visit us at our website, ebpctn.org, or visit us on Facebook at East Brentwood PC, or subscribe to our YouTube channel, EBPC videos.